Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We give God glory this morning. Yet once more, we are together for power and glory. Morning intercession. We are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes, amen, amen, and amen. We come together, and we receive an awesome word from our very own Dr. Annette Arrington, and then we uh, begin our intercession. If at any given time you want prayer, by all means, let us know. Um, you can, of course, come by your life and and and. and Find myself, Dr. Arrington, or any one of the other ministries, and we'd be glad to pray for you, uh, pray with you about what it is that you have need or uh, just whatever God puts on your heart uh, and you want us to pray with you for. Um, You can visit our website because we're always working for God. We're always doing something or somewhere, amen, on the move. Uh, Visit our website at True Life ministriesinc.org. Again, that's true. Life Ministries, inc.org. Or visit us on Facebook at True Life Ministries, Inc. Amen. True Life Ministries, Inc. Uh, and you'll find out um, what we're doing for God, you know. Again, we're always on the move. Um, you'll find out who we are. But most important, you'll find out who we are, man, because that's the most important thing. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Eric. Good morning. Good morning, Elder Angelia. And it is a good morning. And good morning and welcome, all of you, to Naomi's Word. Uh, As the assignment, as we know, has been given, we are delighted to be here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, educate, motivate, and to help guide you in wisdom and in all truth. It is our goal through these messages given through the character of Naomi and through sincere and fervent prayer of our moderator, Elder Angelia Graffenreed, to give to you understanding, not only as she had stated about who you are, whose you are, and what you possess, why you are here, but also how to navigate in and through this life as a believing believer in Christ and as a child of the Most High God. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. To this message program assignment, we say yes and amen, and we will continue to press forward, trusting God all the way. Amen. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. What God has placed in our hearts and minds, we as his children are to use as stepping stones towards predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk by faith as we faith our way through this journey called purpose and destiny for our lives. Never forget that life is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, and he also showed up for me. As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily, put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. That's the whole armor of God, which is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also remember to ask Holy Spirit to give to you his word according to what God has already said concerning your life. When you do speak his words, 
and his promises, and not just your own, his life for you through your willing obedience will come to pass. As you study to show yourselves approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for and with us always. He answers and responds to his word. He promised in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Okay, with that said, our title today, a continuing title, God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. This topic is, again, prayers that availeth much, but when God says yes, wait, or I have something better, part four. Scripture, Joshua twenty four fourteen through 16 says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Remove the gods which your father served on the other side of the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it is unacceptable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in which land you live. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The people answered, far be it from us to abandon, reject the Lord to serve other gods. Wow, amen. We, the body of Christ, uh, those that call themselves by his name, all must commit to making a serious effort to put things in their proper perspective. As we pray to God for his divine direction for our lives, as a child of the Most High God, you must stand in faith, believing as you commit to and do what is in your heart or your own mind's eye. If you consult with God through prayer, believing God will advise and instruct you on how to put your his business in order, you must ask God for his plans concerning your life in each of your endeavors. When God is at the helm, there will always be greater opportunities to be successful. Understand that there is absolutely nothing that we, your I, can ever do well without desiring that God be in the midst of the equation. Once again, you must pray and pray believing that he is, that he can and that it is in his will for your life. Know that he will do it. As the song says, won't he do it? He said he would. You have to trust his word. God's answer to his word is yes and amen. God's answer to his will is yes and amen. As believers, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. With all of this said, we must also understand that in order to get to the place called Faith Street, you have got to keep your heart and mind clean so that they are not so that they are able to hear and receive the revelations of God concerning your life. As a reminder to each one of us, you and me, to the believer and the non-believer, that God planted us here. He even made our frames out of the dust of this earth. He blew the breath of life into man through the Holy Spirit of God. As we have planted, the word of God, is, uh, which is in Christ Jesus, has watered us. But the word also says it is God who gives us the increase. We, too, must be planters and waterers for the sake of the kingdom. He knows what he planted from the beginning. Amen. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. He desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you to give you clarity and understanding on how to live this Christian life. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be his perfect, do in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. Know and understand that your life can only come together within the plans that God already has established for you and when you are able to hear him. I would like to share with you the following messages regarding prayers that availeth much when God says, yes, wait, or I have something better for you. This message is speaking about when you listen for, 
and to God's voice, you can hear him answer you. Now let's begin. This message is to help the believer to understand that as you choose your way through life, all of the obstacles that you face are to help assist you as you go and grow forward on this path, an obstacle course called, quote, your life. They are your teacher. Through this process, you learn how to listen for and to hear God as you, uh, hear God as you, and if you understand your calling through the power of the Holy Spirit as he directs, leads and guides you along the journey. Have you ever felt that in all the prayers and praying you have done and spoken, individually or corporate, that you still don't feel or sense that God is hearing your prayers? Have you ever wondered whether your prayers are availing much? Do you really know whether he has already answered you or you didn't hear him or get the answer that you wanted? The real question you should be asking yourself is and should be, can God really hear me? Is he listening to my petitions? Am I really in a true relationship with Christ, whereas my communications with him is truly connected, locked in? After all, I have said, Romans 10, 9 and 10, confessed with my mouth, believed in my heart. It is in and through our human heart, through the power of the Holy Spirit, that communications is made with the Godhead. It is totally called relationship, and that's what God wants to have with you. Romans 10, 9, and 10 are just the beginnings of an awesome life that will be revealed to you as you grow, and especially in your relationship with Christ. James 5, 15 through 17 says, And the prayer of faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins one to another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, the believer, can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. It has been said that a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. There is little you can do in the kingdom walk without praying. These prayers are your prayers to God in the name of Christ Jesus. While you pursue, while you are in pursuit for your much need, needed and wanted answers from God, you must also realize that regardless of what you have asked him for, that sometimes the answers are not always what you desire or what you think it should be. And they're not always yes. He only says yes to his perfect will for your life. What you have to do is figure out what that is, and you will find out what that is as you grow in your relationship with him. There are three kinds of answered prayers from God. I'll be sharing this uh, an article from Charles Stanley. It says, praying with perseverance. In the book of Matthew, Jesus promised, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who receives Everyone who asks receives, and who, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Within this passage is the key to answered prayer. God responds when his children seek his face and with perseverance and confidence. And that, the scripture for that is Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Question, what did Jesus mean when he told his followers to seek and knock? He was inviting us to as believers, to approach the Father freely with our petitions, fully expecting him to provide all we need. However, he never promised that every door would be opened or opened immediately. On the contrary, the Greek verbs translated seek and knock can also be translated as knock and keep on knocking and seek and keep on seeking. In other words, perseverance is a vital aspect of answered prayer. Some of the gifts God has for us come only after long seasons of waiting and praying. It is important to understand that the Father always responds to our prayers, but those answers can take one of three forms. He may say yes immediately or within a short period of time. He may say wait, 
We may be asking for the right thing but aren't quite prepared for the answer. He may be quietly arranging the circumstances before granting our request. Whenever you sense that the Lord is saying, wait, take a look within yourself, ask him to reveal any wrong motives or incorrect perspectives that might be contributing to the delay, God is always faithful to let us know anything that might be hindering his answer. Persevering in prayer gives a father the opportunity to work within us in our circumstances. And the third, he may say, I have something better. This may sound like no to some, but I like to think of it as a a positive light. The father knows your needs and desires, and he truly wants to meet them. However, He promises to give only what is good. This means he will sometimes withhold what we want if it is not his best for our lives. Most of us can look back on things we asked for in the past and are grateful that God didn't grant every request. Nonetheless, we should keep praying at the right time. The Lord will meet our desires in the most satisfying way possible. One of the primary reasons God, and and I'll repeat that, um, God answers, he may answer prayers in yes, immediately, or within a short period of time. He may say wait, and the other is I have something better. Okay, one of the primary reasons God answers prayer is because he wants us to get to know him. Through answered prayer, we learn about his love, his timing and wisdom, his goodness and awesome power. His faithfulness is is, uh, to provide prompts us to trust him in a deeper level instead of focusing primarily on petitions for ourselves or others. We begin to value spending time alone with our Heavenly Father, and as we grow in intimacy with him, we may even find ourselves receiving unexpected blessings. As a believer, you must understand that you must position yourself to be able to hear him whenever he does answer you. As a guide, I have uh, seven ways or keys to hearing God's voice, and I'm just going to share them quickly with you. Seven keys to hearing God's voice. Life is a never-ending series of choices. Can you know whether we are making the right decisions? Should we, and this is an article, should we consult a horoscope or maybe call the psychic hotline? Do we go with and what experts are saying or rely on your own gut feeling? Well, I have news for you. God wants to speak to us personally. And yes, you can know that you hear his voice. God does not want us to go outside of him for any answers. God wants to fellowship and to communicate with us, and that's a two-way communication. Why? Because you can't really have a relationship unless there is true dialogue. How do we get to know a person? By communicating with them, by talking and listening. It's the same with our relationship with God. He talks, we listen. We talk, he listens. He also wants us to be filled, blessed and successful in the plans that he has established for our lives so that we can be a reflection of his love and a blessing in the earth. In Jeremiah 29, 11, the Lord makes it clear his intentions for you and me. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. He wants to talk to us, and he wants us to listen and talk to him too. We can hear his voice. The Bible, God's love letter to mankind, makes it clear that we were created to have two-way communication with him. Jesus tells us in John ten twenty seven, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. That's the question of the ages, isn't it? But as a child of God, we don't have to walk blind. We can be confident that we will hear his voice. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans eight fourteen, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Conversely, this scripture implies that if we are God's children, if we are born again, we will be led by his Spirit. The most difficult part of hearing God is the fact that it takes time to learn to discern God's voice. And it takes a humble heart. Jeremiah 29, 12, and 13 says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. 
You can't make demands on Almighty God. We can't shake our fists at the sky and say, all right, God, let me hear you. But we can ask, seek, and knock. And the Bible promises that God will open the door. God will reveal himself to those who humbly seek him. The writer of Proverbs describes a way that our thoughts and intentions line up with God's will when we submit ourselves fully to the Lord as roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. That's Proverbs 16.3. It was pointed out to me that there are three different voices that we can hear when we are listening. Now that we know we can hear God's voice, we need to be alerted to the fact that there are three there are other voices whispering into our ears as well. In fact, there are three voices that we can hear. The voice of God, the voice of our own fleshy desires, and the voice of the devil. But Jesus tells us in John 10:4 and 5, and again, and the sheep follow him for they know his voice, yet they will will by no means follow a stranger, but be, will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. And since we are his sheep, that's how we are supposed to conduct ourselves. The writer of Hebrews tells us that we can train our ear to recognize the voice of God above all noise, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use of their senses exercise to discern both good and evil. Hebrews 5.14, and uh, that was through Hebrews 5.14. It is by practicing, by reason of use, that we are able to discern whether we hear, whether what we hear is God, flesh, or devil. Again, you've got to have that conversation with yourself so you'll know when you're listening who you're listening to. Isaiah 30:21 says your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left so God will speak and you will hear him his voice but you must be careful especially when you are a young Christian that you objectively confirm that you are following the holy spirit and not another voice our own flesh can scream pretty loud especially when we are under pressure or we want something very badly. And the devil is the father of lies. He is the great deceiver. So how can we know whether we're hearing the voice of God? The Bible gives us seven basic keys or filters through which every possible leading should be judged. We are to carefully examine the thoughts and intentions of our hearts and the words of godly people who may have influence on us by their words and actions, through the use of these possible keys. One is scripture, and we know that all scripture is given and inspired of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, or instruction in righteousness, that that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The other is the Holy Spirit speaking through our hearts. Number two. The prophetic word of knowledge, word of wisdom, personal prophecy, don't quench the spirit, do not despise prophetic utterances, but examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Another is godly counsel. It says where there, where no counsel is, the people fall, but in a multitude of counselors, they are, there is safety. Through confirmation of the word by a mouth of two or three witnesses, through the peace of God, and circumstances and timing. All of these are issues to help you or circumstances to help you understand how you can discern the voice of God. Many times the Lord will confirm his direction to us through three, four, or more of these keys, especially when you are in the process of making an important life-changing decision. Make sure you follow the keys. The bottom line, it has been said, is that big decisions take big prayer. In other words, as we humble ourselves before the Lord, seek his guidance in our lives, the good shepherd will be faithful to lead us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
God uses his word to enlarge a frame in which we see our work in our lives, transforming our perspective from the temporal to the eternal. The Holy Spirit within makes it possible for us to understand God's revealed will and apply it to the specific circumstances of our lives. God can also guide us through the wise counsel of others who help us put biblical principles into practice within the decisions we face. We remain receptive to the Lord's instruction should he choose at any point to indicate specifically what he wants us to do. When we are willing to be obedient, regardless of what God calls us to do, we become people he can guide and that he can use to fulfill his purposes here on earth. Prayer is communication to God. Why do we need prayer? It is God's way of helping us to trust him and to rid ourselves of anxieties. It is through prayer that we find true peace, God's kind of peace that transcends all all understanding. We need to pray in order to avoid falling into temptation, and the Lord Jesus Christ commanded in Matthew 26, 41, it says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. As we continue to come to our new and greater insights about our relationship with Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, as a reminder, begin now to write down what it is that you think God is saying to you. Keep your own personal journals close to you at all times. And it doesn't matter whether you're male or female, young or old, begin to record what it is that God is saying to your heart. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, a desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting for you. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference. Then you must reimagine your possibilities. Each believer possesses his own package, his own gifts to offer to this world. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal yours to you. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in this life is found in Romans 10, 9, and 10. After we have confessed our sins and believe in our hearts, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit, and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as a representative of Christ Jesus and as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you're also choosing to grow forward and to keep on pressing, in other words, to keep it moving. You must understand that making no decision is still making a decision, and you are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change and must allow the Holy Spirit to be your change agent. I personally have chosen to change, therefore I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I must become the the me that God called forward. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Manage it well. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to encourage and be an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you become. Also, never cease to give or apply value to yourself. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you so much for joining us today here at Naomi's Word. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today, 
do some random act of kindness, just because you can and just because you know that Jesus has provided, loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God. He is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know that for yourself and know that he is. As a reminder, just as much as our God is keeping and protecting you and providing, just look around you. Listen to see what, what, uh, that there are others who are hurting or in need. Pray and ask God what you can do to help. Store up these treasures of yours, giving it, store up treasures of yours in him, not in the world. Never question the results of your love of God. Be, be the favor that God is sending to bless his people by paying it forward. You will be rewarded by him for your gifts of, and actions of love. Amen. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are simply amazing. Jesus loves you. He called you a friend, and so do I. Make every day a great day. After all, you can have whatsoever you say. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, a fantastic day, and a fabulous week in him, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't know what that is, but amen. (laughs) Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come together this morning. Oh, God, God, we thank you for the word, oh, God. We thank you for everything that you're sending us in this season, God, everyone that you are sending us in this season, God, to make our lives better through your word, oh, God. Hallelujah, through encouragement, God. Hallelujah, through, God, just the the agape love of you that you are allowing, oh, God, to come. Oh, God, we bless you for that now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you now, God, for fellowship, oh, God, even for a bond, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, that you, oh, God, are creating. God, everything is not in our timing, as she was saying, oh, God, but it is in your timing because your will is the perfect will. Hallelujah. Your will is the perfect will. It's the best way, oh, God. Not your permissive, that thing that you would allow to be so. But, God, we thank you for the perfect will. That everything in our life be perfected, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that we be the best us that we can be, that we be the best vessels, oh God, that we can be the best servants, oh God, of you in the name of Jesus, because all things work together for the of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so we God, we, we thank you now, God, that all these things that we have come in contact with, all these things, oh God, that we have labored in, all these things, oh God, that have taken place over the course of time, God is all coming together for the good of you, oh God. It's all coming together for your perfect will. It's all coming together for your perfect plan, oh God, that we may do what it is that we were purposed in this life to do, that we may be who it is that we were purposed in this life to be, oh God. Hallelujah. And everything, oh God, is for kingdom's sake. Glory to God. It's not being heavenly minded. It's being a realist and realizing that we were put in this earth for a reason. We were created to worship God, but he gave us another assignment as well. And so we thank you, God, for these assignments that you, oh God, looked down and saw that we, hallelujah, were the one for the assignment, oh God. We were the one, oh God, who would cross paths with somebody else, oh God, and that is that we were given would be exacted. God, we thank you for vessels like Dr. Arrington. God, we thank you for Prophetess Sharon, God, vessels just like her. God, we thank you, oh God, for Pamela O'Quinn. We thank you, God, for Gregory Hughes, oh God. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, even for friends, oh God, that have come through our lives, oh God, and just had a season 
And then they moved on, oh, God. We thank you because each and every one of us, oh, God, have had purpose for crossing the path of somebody else. Purpose, God, because you had a plan. God, we thank you for all the influences because if it was a negative influence, God, what it did was it helped to mold and shape us. Hallelujah. It helped to mold and shape us, oh, God. It helped to smooth us out like sandpaper is used, oh, God. Hallelujah. Without sandpaper, oh, God, or a way of sanding the wood that we have, oh, God, the wood that we use and we admire for, it smooths such as it wouldn't be able to be as smooth as it is. It wouldn't be able to be as polished and beautiful as it is, oh God. But the sandpaper is needed as well. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for those that polish, oh God. Hallelujah. God, to use them to bring about the glow. Our glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you now, God that you would even use us to help somebody, God. Hallelujah. Maybe we're somebody's sandpaper sometime. And ah, at other times, oh, God, we're their polish. Hallelujah, God, and help to bring about that beauty. Help to bring about that smoothness, oh, God. Hallelujah. Sometimes, oh, God, ah, yeah, there's a sifter, oh, God. Hallelujah. And it comes to sift things out, oh, God, that don't need to be within. God, we thank you even for that. May be uncomfortable, oh, God. Hallelujah. May seem unwarranted, oh, God. But we thank you for God for your process. The refining process, oh God, hallelujah, that the Bible speaks of is the thing called fire that is used, oh God, hallelujah, and it's used to call the impurities to rise to the top, that they can be removed, oh God. So we thank you, oh God, for even the fire that you put us in. God, that hallelujah, it was only for a season, and if you're in it now, it's only for a season, and if you're expecting it to come, please know that it will, but it's only for a season. Hallelujah, God, we thank you for for that, oh God, hallelujah, because it refines us, oh God. It helps to purify us, oh God. Those things that are locked inside of that which is precious that you don't realize is there. God, we're thinking that it's risen to the top, God, to be wiped off, to be removed. Hallelujah, that it, that the precious, hallelujah, hallelujah, be polished, oh God. And in the name of Jesus, Glory to your name, O oh God. Glory to your name, O oh God. Hallelujah, you purposed us. And we had a plan. And inside of that plan includes a process that's definitely not an easy one to go through. But God, we thank you for the process. Because you only prepare us in the process for the purpose in your plan. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father in heaven. Hallelujah. We even thank you for your spirit, O oh God, that comes to bring us comfort. Hallelujah. That comes to love on us, O oh God. That comes to speak to us, even that comes to correct us. God, we thank you for that, O oh God, because you have us in mind. Hallelujah. You never cease to have us. In mind, somehow, God, with all these billions of people that you put in the earth, oh, God, individually, we're still special to you, oh, God. Individually, you still have us all on your mind. Hallelujah, there is no one like you, oh, God. There is no one like you, oh, God. No one, no one, nowhere, oh, God. There is no one like you, oh, God. No one could do such things. No one could have such power. No one could have such greatness, oh, God. There's nobody like you. So I pray for all of those, God, that are inside the process and are hurting, oh, God. Hallelujah. That may even be wounded, oh, God. I pray for them right now, God. I thank you for your spirit that you send it to them to bring them comfort, to bring them peace. God, I pray for those, oh, God, who went through a day even on yesterday. Oh, God, and maybe they don't have that special somebody with them. God, even all around, they may not have had the opportunity to have friends and loved ones to say, I love you today. You know, hallelujah, happy Valentine's Day. You're special to me. God, I pray for them right now, God. If they did not have somebody in their life 
in some magnitude of a way, oh God, hallelujah, that they can make an impact of love on yesterday. God, I thank you that you would make would cause them, oh God, to realize that you, oh God, are love. Hallelujah, according to your word in John 3, 16, because God, Father, because you so loved the world, you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life, or everlasting life, everlasting. Hallelujah, God, there is no love like that. There is no love greater. That is the ultimate love. So, God, I thank you that you called them, even if it has to be on today, to remember, God, that you are love. You are the greatest love. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so we thank you for allowing us, even if we did have somebody, hallelujah, loved ones, friends, or a significant other to tell us, today I love you more. Today I love you extra. God, we thank you that even with that, you, oh God, were able Hallelujah, to show us your love too. And we were able, oh God, to wrap up in it. We were able, oh God, to soak it up, oh God. Hallelujah, the experience of being near you, the experience, oh God, of being close to you, oh God. And I pray, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, that everyone, everywhere would have the experience, oh God, of being able to be wrapped up in you. Hallelujah, to be able to soak in your love, oh God. That it's not just an external thing of feeling goosebumps and tingles, oh God. It's even greater than the butterflies that we feel, oh God. It's far beyond the lutest love that we can have, oh God. Hallelujah, because that is what yesterday was all about. Hallelujah, with that extra that tingly feeling, that butterfly feeling, oh, God, but you're greater than that. We're able to soak up your love, oh, God, and you overtake us inside so much, oh, God, that we are overtaken with emotion, oh, God, and we are overtaken, oh, God, hallelujah, in your spirit, in your presence, oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you, oh, God, for that. Hallelujah, God. This is not a season that we have to worry about. Anything of darkness, God, because you're right there. You're right there. And as we pray, hallelujah, God, we thank you for victory. Yeah, yeah, God. We thank you that you've given us the victory, God. And the only thing we have to do is wave our banner high. Wave our banner high because the victory belongs to you, oh God. Hallelujah. And because we belong to you, victory belongs to us. In hallelujah, in you, God. In the name of Jesus, so we wave our banner high. Hallelujah. We are victorious. Hallelujah. We are victorious. We are victorious, God. We are victorious because we are in you, oh God. We thank you that you are the prize, oh God. Hallelujah. God, and anything that you give, oh God, is just a blessing because you are the prize. Hallelujah. You are the prize, oh God, and we run this race for hallelujah, and everything that you bestow is a blessing from you because you promised that you're going to open up the window of heaven. Not multiples, don't need multiples, God, because you're powerful, and when you open up the window of heaven, hallelujah, you'll be able to pour out blessings, oh God, that we do not have room enough to receive. So we thank you that even as we wave that banner, God, hallelujah, we are receiving blessings from you, God. We thank you now, God, hallelujah, the blessings that you have, the blessings that you know, oh God, are best for us. The blessings, oh God, hallelujah, that are the greatest for us because we are billions. But we are individual, God. And each and every one of us is different. And only you know us, God. To our full DNA makeup, God. Only you know. Even according to your word, you even know how many hands we have left on our head, oh God. Hallelujah. How many we were born with, hallelujah. How many we have when we leave this world, God, you know. Therefore, you know, oh God, what it is that we need. How we need it, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give glory to your name, O oh God, for being a magnificent God. 
for being a magnificent wonder. Glory to your name for loving us the way that you do. Hallelujah. Even from the beginning of time, oh God, you you were somewhere creating. Hallelujah. As you were creating, oh God, you had us on your mind. Hallelujah. How strong-spirited we would be, how meek and humble we would be, how God, each and everything that you would instill within us, that is a gift of you, oh God. Hallelujah. Even inside the fivefold, God, the call. God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for always having us on your mind. Thank you. An infinite love. Infinite. Infinite. Infinite it is infinite which is to say it's never ending. It is infinite. You won't find the beginning. You won't find the end. It's infinite because he loved before the beginning of time. Hallelujah. God, even if your word says that if you make your bed in hell, God, you'd still be right there. That's infinite. That's infinite. You pay a price. Hallelujah. For whatever it is that you did in the earth, that you have to be there. But God, we thank you that you're infinite. You're in the beginning. You'll be at the end. And God, because you're infinite, we can't see, oh God, where that is. But oh God, you know. You know the thoughts that you think towards us. Thoughts of good and not of evil. Hallelujah, plans to bring us to an expected end. Oh, God, you would that none of us perish. That's the thing. You would that none of us perish. That is why you bring us the word. That is why you bring us encouragement. Hallelujah. That is why you try, hallelujah, with every effort, with everything in you throughout our entire lives to keep us on that narrow path. Hallelujah, and every now and then, especially in folly of youth, we try to step onto the wide path, but that is a path that leads to destruction. So, God, we thank you for guiding us, hallelujah, back onto the narrow way, for guiding us, God, onto that path that's going to take us to the kingdom, that we may be with you, O God, that we may dwell with you, O God. Hallelujah, I pray right now, God, I pray. For my leader, God, always. Hallelujah. We thank you for him, God. We thank you for his very existence, oh God. We thank you that inside of him, oh God, you placed what was going to be needed for the people that he would have to lead, oh God. The strong-willed people that he would have to lead, oh God. The knowledgeable people that he would have to lead, oh God. Hallelujah. Even those, oh God, who are so meek and humble, oh God. Hallelujah. That he would know how to even lead them, oh God. You place inside of him, oh God. Everything that would be needed for every person that you would send for him to lead, oh God. We thank you that you had us in mind. Individually, you had us in mind. Corporately, God, you had us in mind. And God, we thank you for every other pastor and leader that's in place, God. Because so is the same. God, the people that you put in their path, God, the people that you assigned to them, God, you had them in mind. When you put everything that you put inside that leader, when you made them just who you made them, just the way you made them, strong, some humble, some stern, some soft-spoken, God, you knew what was going to be needed to lead the people that you assigned to them. Hallelujah, God. So we thank you now. Hallelujah for our pastor. Hallelujah. We give you glory for him, oh God. Hallelujah. Wherever he is and whatever he is doing, God, I thank you that you would saturate him, God, with your spirit in the name of Jesus. Victory, come on, in the name of Jesus, in whatever, wherever, however, victory, come on, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
win because there is victory in Jesus. So we thank you, God, that he is able to soak up your presence, that he is able, oh God, hallelujah, to soak up your spirit, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And nothing, oh God, nothing said, oh God, that's going to cause any type of thing that's contrary to you, or even the feeling of you and the dwelling in your spirit, your presence, anything that's going to be contrary to the very presence of you, God. We thank you that you already called it to be known, void, and moved out of the way, God, in the name of Jesus, that there be overflowing of spirit within him, oh God. Hallelujah. Your spirit will drive out anything. Oh, God, your spirit will protect and cover, oh, God, in the name of Jesus against anything that's contrary to the spirit of you. Oh, God, we thank you for that now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that he feels you. Hallelujah. And that you have filled him, oh, God, with all of you. Hallelujah, Jesus, that even your presence overtakes him now. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you now, God, that he is able to wave that banner, God. Everything has a season. Hallelujah. But we thank you, O oh God. Hallelujah. That he too, because the word says, Muzzle not the ox while he treaded out the corn. God, we dare not. Hallelujah. Wave our banner in victory. We dare not. God, thank you for the blessings that you have given us, oh God, that, that you're going to give to us, God. But we thank you that not only we partake, oh God, of you and those things, but that he too be able, oh God, to partake, hallelujah, just as well, because God, he is laboring in the vineyard. God, he is the one, hallelujah, with the bit and the bridle that is plowing away, oh God. We thank you right now, God, that he too would be able partake, hallelujah, and that nothing would stop him, that nothing would block him from being able to partake in the blessing of you, O oh God, to partake in the experience, O oh God, of reaping the reward for the work that he has done, God, in the name of Jesus. Go over to your name because this is victory, season. Hallelujah. And we wave the banner of God because you've already won. You've already won. Hallelujah. You've already won. Hallelujah. And as we wave, oh God, even that flag, hallelujah, even as we wave, it's able to clear the way. Hallelujah. It's able to clear the way, oh God. And as you open up the window, oh God, we bless you for what you're blessing him with, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you even for what you're blessing him for. Hallelujah, God. And so on, he passes right on down. The window is open, oh God. And all of his people are able to be blessed, oh God, in the name of Jesus from the window, oh God, that is opening. Hallelujah. All the people are able to be blessed, oh God. Hallelujah. Even in the earth as a whole. God, as you open up the window, oh God, the people are able to be blessed and speak of you glory and honor and praise, oh God, because victory, hallelujah, is ours because you've already won. Hey, God, you won. Because you are the all-powerful God, you won. Hey, glory be to God, because you are the almighty, you won. Hallelujah, Jesus, you are the infinite one. You are the almighty, you won. Oh, God. Hallelujah. You won, my God. Hallelujah. Adonai, you won. Oh, oh God, you won. You won. You won. You won, God. Hallelujah. So we wave the banner high. Hallelujah, Jesus. And our path is clear of everything that's not you. Hallelujah. You are God. You are. You are. You are. For you are, oh God. For kingdom's sake. You are, oh God. You are. You are. You are. You are. And there's victory in you. Hallelujah, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it, God. Go forth because this day is already dominated. Wave your banner high. Hallelujah, victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him.
him. Hey, hallelujah, say that again. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. Because we belong to him. We too are victorious. Hallelujah, he clears our way. Hallelujah. So this, hallelujah, this day and days to come have already been dominated. But I encourage you to encourage someone else to do the same in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.